Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. going on welcome to block of that nation podcast that's right we're back and i'm here joined by the one and only you all know him my cuz from the bronx cuz rod what's going on my man y'all know it we're here and um we have a lot to talk about (laughs) that's all i gotta say man we have we have we have a good chunk to talk about carlos the season has started off with a Bang. It's been banger yeah. after banger after banger. New rules coming in. People loving the game. The speed of the game is quicker. Yes. Fans fans go to the concession stands, come back. They've missed three, four innings. <laughs> it has been pandemonium. It's been crazy. But, yo, wait. What I want to talk about is the hottest team. The hottest team. Let's get right to it, Rob. Baseball. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? Uh, your, your Tampa Bay Rays, my man. 18 and 3. As of right now, April 22nd, 2023, they are 18 and 3. Highest run diff, undefeated out. Carlos, come uh, on, man. What, what, uh, what pep talk did you give this team? <laughs> no, nah, man, I'm telling you, this has been a, a, a really. I mean, I would like to say pleasant surprise, but in reality, when are we going to stop saying that the Rays are surprising us? Um, I, I think we need to recognize that this team has really turned a corner. Uh, the franchise has turned a corner. And I yeah. would like to you know, humbly say that I, I felt that that happened in that 2018 when I was part of it, where the culture of the team changed after having 10 straight consecutive Losing seasons, 2008, things got turned around. We went to the World Series. We fell short. But let's fast forward. Forget about that team. Let's talk about this team who come out and and really just take uh, the MLB and and, and all of the league by storm, uh, really performing at such a high level. My goodness. And look, and the way they've done it, the way they've done it, that's that's the key right there, Rod. It's the sum of all parts. Talking about being a team, this is really – what a team, if you're going to put a definition of what a team is, the race would probably be the first uh, team that you'll find in a dictionary. Yeah, and, we're, we're, and we'll go into players later on in the show. I have, a, I have a few players from Tampa that I'm going to put in that represent. But, man, listen, the things that stand out, obviously, 85 uh, plus 85 run diff. That's insane. Yes. Undefeated well, at home, 12-0 and 0 as of right now. So they're 18-3 and 3 and they are undefeated. That means you go to Tampa, you're not coming out with a win. It's just that team is a different team at home. It's a different animal. It's a different beast. It's a different everything, man. Indeed. And look, we were talking about earlier during the season when uh, the streak was going on and there was a lot of talk uh, around the industry saying, hey, it's the strength of schedule. Okay, uh, They haven't really played against teams that have challenged them. Well, I think we can put that to rest now that they've made the way around and they really uh, measured up against teams like the Blue Jays. The Red Sox came into town and they they got worked as well. Not that the Red Sox are playing good baseball, but what I'm trying to tell you is that now we are well into the season and we cannot say that this is a fluke. Mm -hmm. You know, this is a ball club that has truly, truly come out of the gate strong, 
not only with their pitching, which has been absolutely lights out, but swinging the bat too. They're scoring a lot of runs, and thus that's why you have this monumental, really uh, impressive, you know, to say the least, run differential. Um, you're preventing runs, and you're scoring a ton of runs. That is the perfect formula for success. Carlos, as of right now, they have 145 runs scored. 145 <laughs> runs scored. That is insane. Shout out to the Tampa Bay Rays. Yes, Highest sir. team in all of this game. I just want to move down some. Just highlighting a few. Keep going. Yeah, here. so much. St- yeah, One of the stuff. biggest surprises um, so far, and this, and this is the American League. We're starting off American League. Carlos, the Texas Rangers, best record in the AL West. Second highest run differential in all of the American League, plus forty-two. Carlos, what's what's happening yep. in, in in Arlington, man, in, in Texas? What what is going on? Yeah, you know, you know what it is. It's the the fact that you know we're talking about the race being the sum of all parts. Um, this is pretty much the the same formula here, you know, to a lesser degree. But who can live up to the to that race? A very hot start. But look, they're swinging the bats. All right, they're pitching, they're playing defense, they're running the bases, uh, and they're executing the plays. They're hitting with runners in scoring position. You know, when there's an opportunity, they're able to deliver and drive in the runs when they're supposed to be driven in. And now they find themselves at the top of their division, and you're like, uh, "Whoa, what what just happened?" It's like, yes, uh, this this team, this, and as we speak today, by the way, like today is April 22nd, and I'm laughing because they absolutely romped. The athletics, right? 18 to 3. I just saw that. Granted, look, granted, the athletics, come on, right now, the worst team in baseball up until this point, yeah. according to the record. But also, when you look at the roster, you know, there's a lot of young players there that need yes. a lot of seasoning before uh, we can say that they're going to be, um, you know, playing up uh, to, to, to the level of, of being just being competitive, right? They're, they're ways away. But the Rangers, man, same thing. Let's just not talk about the athletics. Everything they've done up to the, up until this point, including even having uh, Degrom uh, being on the shelf, they have yeah. been able to step up and um, you know and, and step up and, and rise to the occasion. You know, whenever yes. uh, the opportunity presents itself. So having Degrom down, uh, it you know the other guys have stepped up and done their job. Uh, they've swung the bats and they prevented runs. Perfect formula the way, for success. Uh, today, adding that score, they are plus fifty-seven in run differential. Uh, 134 runs scored so far this season. They are having a pretty good season, surprising season to some. And um, uh, I got to say, um, uh, I think we did highlight them, say that that's a team that could make some noise, and they are so far. So shout out to them. And to end it uh, in the AL, uh, we got to talk about this team in the AL East. That is the Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> Carlos, young squad. It is a young squad led by a young Lion, and we'll get to that. we'll get to that player later on. But um, again, uh, they are uh, tied for second in the AL with the Yankees. Um, um, they're another team that, uh, you know, people said, hey, maybe they're kind of ahead of schedule. Maybe they're yep. way ahead of schedule. And I think AL has to be a little scared. Yeah, I mean, look, th- that's why we're not going deep into players right now because we're going to talk players later, individual players later. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this team, the Baltimore Warriors, we're looking at them saying, okay, they're, they're in a rebuilding mode, this and that. Well, let me tell you, man, last year was a, a pretty much – a clue um, that this team was a force uh, to be respected, right? At, at the very least. And here they are <laughs> um, in the early start, just showing that you have to be very, very careful not to take this ball club for granted because they'll nope. 
they can definitely steal your soul. And next thing you know, you know, you look at September and you're missing the postseason uh, by <laughs> one game or two because you kind of fell asleep at the wheel. This team is the real deal. And you mentioned yeah. some young players that we're going to dive into a little bit later. But the Baltimore Orioles are another uh, example of getting off to a really, really surprising Surprising start. I, I could say, I, I think we could still say surprise uh, with the Baltimore Orioles, uh, but so, yeah, I, I'm not sure maybe, much longer. <laughs> not much longer. No, no. That, not much longer. They, are, they, they could be turning into, you know, we talked about the Rays. Uh, they could be turning into a kind of a Rays situation uh, not too far in the future. They're just, they're, they're that good. So uh, let's transition to the National League now. And we got two teams in there. We said that we said the NL East is going to be a problem. And I got two teams in the NL East. That is one. We'll start off with the best record uh, in the National League, and that is the Atlanta Braves, 14 yeah. and 6. Um, they are road warriors, first of all. 10 and 2 away from, uh, from, from ATL. So that means that, you know, when they're away, they're on business and they are conducting business the right way. 30 uh, plus 30 run diff. They got a bunch of studs on that in that team. That team is full of studs up and down that lineup. Carlos, what are your thoughts on the Atlanta Braves, man? Yeah, let's start immediately by the obvious uh, um, choice as far as when we're talking about the player, you know, Ronald Acuna Jr. We'll dive into him a little bit later, but uh, yeah. really, uh, really performing um, just up to his, you know, to what we expect, you know, that superstar expect, uh, caliber yeah. performance uh, right out there. But again, the formula, right? You prevent runs and you score runs. Well, that's going to get you some W's, and that's precisely what they've been doing. But this is another yeah. team that runs the bases well. You know, they have that old-school yes. mentality. They run the bases well, um, and, and particularly Acuna, you know, is one of these guys that I predict uh, um, that he, he could certainly be a 40-40. I think we said 40-40. He's, he's, he's a 40-40 candidate, and he's well on his way as far as bases, he's doing stolen it, bases. He's got a ton of stolen bases already. He's got 11. Um, he's got 11 stolen bases. <laughs> <laughs> he's right on pace. So what we're talking about, you know, home runs are right there, but, but he's hitting the ball so hard. Again, we'll talk about yeah. players later. Ash, you know, the, the Atlanta Braves doing a, a great job here in the early uh, yeah. going of the season 2023, uh, holding uh, the first uh, first position in the National League East. And that's in the net. Yeah. And, and we'll go into second place in the NL East. And that is another team we talked about. The New York Mets, again, killing it. Last 10 games are 8-2. and two. They got a plus-20 run differential. I know we're going to talk in the players later, but, um, you know, we said it. He's a friend of the show. We love this guy, Peter Alonzo. It's just yes. black thing left and right, man. And you know what? I told my friends, I was like, yo, listen, if Pete goes to 70, just understand that we, we put that inception in his head first. When we talked about Aaron Judge doing what he did last <laughs> year, Pete said, oh, well, that's not the end. That's not the record. The record in the NL is, is I got to hit more than 73. I'm like, yo, Pete, you can do it. Listen, Carlos, <laughs> he's on pace for like 75 home runs. So if Pete wins, if Pete breaks the record, wins the MVP, he should come back on this show and he should say, hey, guys, you know, you guys, you guys put that in my head. And that's the, what happened. You know what hey, man, indeed. I would love to see that. But as a matter of fact, you know, I've been very candid when it comes to uh, picking who I think uh, is a, a strong candidates for MVP and Peter Alonso is one of these guys yeah. really carrying that offense. Um, yes. As we speak yes. today, an OPS north of a thousand. Um, just, just swing at the bat streaming. Well, you know what the best part of it, it, it is, Rod? That we know kind of like his mentality as a hitter. He's trying to hit line drives. So yes. for all the young players, you know, one of the best examples I, I, I always give is like, hey, listen, um, Peter Alonso, who's won a bunch of home run derbies, I think, I, well, at least two, right? 
<laughs> Maybe mm-hmm. three. I don't know. I don't remember. But the point I is, mean, in his career, he's probably won a bunch in high school. You know, and, and, you know, won a bunch. Rookie, 53 home yeah. runs, whatever. And and then you ask him, it's like, hey, I don't try to hit home runs when I go up to the plate. You're like, what? What do you try to do? Oh, I just try to hit a nice line drive. I'm like, okay, need I say more? Everyone out there trying to hit for power, forget that. Yes. Let's just stroke the ball on the line and allow the power uh, to come on its own without you. He's just a beast. It. He's it. just a big, strong guy that can hit the ball. He just hits lasers, and those lasers happen to That's go it. over the fence. So, And he's gone over the fence 10 times this year. And again, we'll go into a little bit more into depth on him later on. So, but yeah, yeah, the New York Mets, another team that has just gotten off to a real good start. And again, this is without a huge piece in Edwin Diaz not being there. Oof. But yeah, um, Buck, loss, being the man. genius that he is, has really corralled that bullpen. And, and he's, done, he's done a fairly good job. I do predict, though, that they will make a move in the trading deadline, because that is something that they have to solidify. Even though, Carlos, I don't know if you, I don't know how close you are to Edwin Diaz. Edwin Diaz is talking about, like, listen, I am working to try to come back this year. That will be a miracle of miracles, but yeah, you can never yeah. underestimate the determination of, a, of an athlete. And he's determined, and he's been talking, like, listen, I'm working to come back this year. So you never know, man. You never Yeah, you never, never know. know. I mean, I will say this. You never know. At the same time, uh, from a front office perspective, you have to prepare for the worst and hope for the best. So I do agree that maybe uh, mid-year there, there may be some moves that are coming. Another qu- quick thing on the Mets before we move on. Hey, how about Ronnie Mauricio? We've mentioned this Ooh. before. Ronnie Mauricio, prospect for the Mets, absolutely tearing it up in AAA. Now playing a little bit of second base, trying to see how versatile he could possibly be. We heard yeah. Buck Showalter actually talk about the fact that they're actually working with him uh, to be more versatile defensively, which will increase his chances of getting called up to the big yes. leagues. I hope I see that. You know, I hope I see it. I this hope kid so is too. an incredible talent. Yeah, I hope so too. The Mets are the Mets are, have a have a lot of talent, young young talent, and um, uh, they're all shining at the right time. So listen, uh, that's not a bad problem to have. Let's put it like that. Um, uh, let me move on to uh, uh, a th- okay. This is the, the last three teams we're going to focus on, but this is crazy because these are three teams that <laughs> no one expected, and they're all coming out of a division that everybody just kind of forgot. We forgot about this division. That's the NL Central. I call it the NL Central Monsters. You have the Milwaukee Brewers with our boy. Shout out Willie. Shout out to Willie. You, What's up, my Willie. man? Willie, um, <laughs> bringing it. Fourteen and six record, plus thirty three run diff. We got the Pirates. Another team that just, just that's a surprise. Oh my God, man! Come on, hottest team in baseball right now. Five wins in a row as of today. Five wins in a row, half a game out of first. And then we got a team that's close to your heart, Carlos. We got the Chicago Cubs, plus forty three run differential, two games back of first place. Yo, the NL Central is is um, it's it's becoming something. It's becoming something. Mind you, we did not talk about the Cardinals. They're they're down there. Which These is crazy. Teams we did, over the, this is that's insane. We, ex- we did not expect this. We did not expect this. So no. I love this type of surprises. You know, okay, the Brewers, fine. Okay, Brewers. Yeah. Uh, they didn't perform up to par last season. But, hey, they're right where we would think they should be. Up and a team with a lot of talent. A team with a lot of talent. A lot of talent. So, like, okay, fine. Come on, the Pirates, especially with, with, with O'Neal Cruz. Um, you know, losing O'Neal Cruz so early in the season, you're like, oh, man. Yeah. You know? And here are the Pirates playing, playing great baseball. And then the Chicago Cubs, man, it's, it's you know, I've, I've been, as a matter of fact, right now, I'm recording this from Chicago. This has been uh, really fun watching this ball club play. They've pitched well. 
They're swinging the bats extremely well. Performances from Cody Bellinger, by the way, coming through mm-hmm. for the Cubs. Um, Nico Horner. Nico Horner, second baseman for the Cubs. For those you don't know, the reason why I say that is because I believe this is the best player in baseball that no one's talking about, by the way. Mm. So um, we'll touch on that a little bit later. One oh, and a shout-out to Patrick Patrick Wisdom, too. Ooh, Patrick Wisdom. Wisdom, who was on fire, on fire um, for the Cubs. Who, I mean, uh, the Cubs, uh, they, they, they got something there. They got something there. Um, hopefully they can keep it going uh, for, for an extended period this season and make this NL Central the new uh, the new NL the make it the make it the NL East but make it the NL Central make it competitive because that's when we get good competitive teams that makes baseball even better especially for the playoff races it's going to be fun i'm super hyped um but let's move on to what we were talking about before and that is the uh players uh, uh mm-hmm. best starts yeah. of the season now we mentioned a few um uh and we talked about the the polar bear, Peter Alonso, ten home runs, twenty three RBIs, slugging six forty, OPS of a uh, thousand, over a thousand. Uh, you already spoke about this man. He's he's yeah. a killer. He's trying to get that MVP. He's trying to get that big payday. But more importantly, he wants this team to succeed. When we had him on the show, he he talked about how important it is for the Mets to succeed to finally get this World Series. It's been since 1986 the Mets haven't uh, won a World Series, and I know that Pete wants to have that uh, trophy in his hands, in his corner, and um, uh, you know we're rooting for him because he's a he's a he's such a, a great guy, he's such a determined player. When you heard him t- talk about hitting, you talk about the focus of what it takes. You can't help but fall in love with a guy like that. And um, yeah. uh, Pete so far has been raking, man. He has. Hey, Rod, look, you told me you produced this show. You you were, you were uh, working on the traffic. And, and you told me, Carlos, if you can, please withhold from talking <laughs> about players until we get to the players. Let's just look at the teams. I totally broke the rule because it's fine. I mean, it's Pete fine. Alonso. I mean, Pete Alonso. Come on, man. Uh, you said it. Friends of the program. I consider him a personal friend um, and, and everything he does in the community there. So you, you just yeah. back in Tampa, you just love him as a guy. Right. I, I, like I said, yeah. dude, like he's just a good human being, a solid man. Yeah. Um, so you're always rooting for him. But let's put that aside. He's an absolute beast of yeah. a ball player. By the way, I've been following him ever since he was a Gator over the University of Florida. He was hitting Placatas then, and he continues to do the same here in the big league. So he is, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm a big fan, uh, to say the least, as you can say. Um, That's why yeah. I couldn't hold back. Again, great start. Um, you mentioned that OPS north of 1,000. Um, this guy's a force. Uh, one of my picks uh, as favorites for MVPs in the, you MVP did say in the it. National You said it. You said yeah, we'll in this see. program, you said Pete, so you said far, Pete so was good. the MVP. <laughs> yeah, so far, so good. Yeah. Uh, another guy in the NL East, we talked about him a little bit. I'm going to let you wax poetic about him, and that is one Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, yeah, yeah. Carlos, 33 hits, 11 stolen bases, slugging 557 OPS over 1,000, and he hasn't even gotten hot with the home runs yet. We said this is a guy that could potentially, I think he's going to go 40-40 this year. Um I mean, the sky's the limit for this kid, man. The sky's the limit for Ronald Acuna Jr. Man, he's healthy. He's healthy. That's it. You know, and and he did say that. I, I talked to him. I had the opportunity to talk to him this spring. And he told me, look, man, I'm healthy. That's it. I'm good. Um, there was no uh, hesitation in, in what he was saying. And 
Uh, he kind of even gestured uh, to, to, towards his leg. He's like, hey, man, it's fine. I, I'm good. I don't have to worry about this anymore. So when he's healthy, this is what he brings to the table. He's one of the most talented players in all of baseball. And right now with the new rules and, you know, the the, the restrictions on the disengagements uh, of pitchers from the rubber, uh, it's really yeah. going to help him. So the, the 40 and, and, you know, the larger bases, the 40 stolen bases, I, I feel that's the easier one of the two to get for him. But we know he's certainly capable of hitting 40 home runs. He's done it before. So why not yeah. do it again? So good pick right there. He's Carlos, he has 11 stolen hot. bases. 11 <laughs> yeah. stolen bases. We're still, not, we're still not done with April. He has 11 stolen bases. By All-Star break at this rate, he might, he, might, he might have like 30 plus stolen bases by All-Star break. Like it's yes. insane at the rate that he's stealing bases. So that's exciting. Another exciting player we're going to talk about, Mr. Luis Arias. Batting four fifty one, yes, four fifty one. Unbelievable. He has a slugging of four of five ninety two, OPS of plus a thousand. He's only struck out four times, Carlos. <laughs> that, four that, times. That, that is something that I cannot even understand. Obviously, I was a player who swung and missed a lot, um, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know, I, I firsthand can tell you how difficult it is to just hit. Hitting is hard. Yeah, and and uh, uh, Luis Arias here is just. Uh, just bringing it, man. And and he's picking up right where he left off. Batting yeah. champion. He's continuing the trend. Just the definition of finesse as a hitter. He's able to hit the ball on the line from line to line. Uh, um, and, uh, man, just uh, so impressive. He's talking about hitting 400 and how elusive that mark is, the 400 mark. 451. Yes. Let's see how deep into the season he can carry this 400 batting average. Um, but so far... You know, he hasn't disappointed at all. Uh, on the contrary, he's, making it he's look just been impressive to watch. So, fossil. yeah, for him, it's, it's like, like easy. It's like, oh my to God. get ahead. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, he could wake so up and go three for four easily. Like, whatever. It's good. Rolls out of and, bed. And Carlos, uh, yeah. Uh, Carlos, now we're going to switch over to the American League, and we got a guy. Well, you, we, we spoke about his team, the best team in all of baseball right now. We got a man, Randy Arosarena. Yes. Man, it's so much fun to watch. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You got the the celebration crossing his his uh, his. Have arms you seen the his... video of the kids? Have you seen the videos of the kids doing it, playing soccer, playing basketball, playing baseball? He's captured the hearts and the imaginations of the youth of the world. You gotta love that man. You gotta love that. It's Come a on. baseball player that's done that. Because usually we lose that sort of stuff to the basketball players, the football players. But here we got this Cuban, uh, uh, uh Mexican, uh, uh, player who plays for the Tampa Rays. Who's just who's just got everybody's attention, and he's yep. got everybody's attention for all the right reasons. He's a great baseball player, and he's leading this team who has the best record in baseball. You gotta love him. You gotta love. Come this on. Guy. First, let's start with his personality. I mean, uh, one of the things that I loved uh, about him was just how grateful he is that he is on a baseball diamond, just doing what he loves. Uh, yes. So you never, every single time he plays, you see that, right? It's it, like he exudes gratitude. He understands that this is a gift, a privilege. You know, he's earned it. But what I mean is yes. he sees it as, hey, you know how many uh, kids would love to be in my place? Then I have one thing to do. And that is I'm going to go give it all I have every single day. So that attitude alone, to me, it's impressive. Uh, if you talk to him, you can notice how charismatic he is. But we're talking specifically here about the numbers, man. He is tearing it up tearing it up. One of the best uh, line drive hitters in the game right now. Um, driving in runs, by the way, 22 runs batted in up until this point. Uh, 350 yeah. batting average. 
Um, he's been just tearing the cover off the ball. And he yeah. got started where? He got started in the WBC. So yes. think about, did that get them ready, you know, to get mm, off to this great start? It doesn't very hurt, man. It doesn't hurt no. to get off to a good start. No. It's actually precisely what you would like if you no. want it and, and, the ideal way, right? And shout out to a few other players on the team. Our boy, Wander Franco, finally Oof, healthy. Yeah. And he's showing he's showing off. Uh, Wander was a very heavily, heavily hyped prospect. He was yeah. one of those guys everybody said, yo, look out for this killer. And you're seeing it. You're seeing little flashes of it. And we still haven't seen the best of him. That's coming, and that's coming this year, and we're gonna hear his name um, a lot. I really Yandy Diaz. Yandy Diaz. Yandy Diaz is another one. Dude, I I was looking at at, at stats. This is one of the things, and I I jokingly but seriously called this stat the Placata rate because this is you know a lot of people talk about like hard hit ball percentage. The problem with the hard hit ball percentage is the fact that it could be very deceiving because you can think. Hard hit ball percentage is actually exit velocities, right, on balls that you put in play. So in other words, you can actually whiff 10 times, strike out 10 times in a row. And then on that 11th at bat, you hit one ball hard and your hard hit ball rate is 100%, you know, 1,000, whatever, you know. It's it's 100% is your hard hit ball rate. So you're like, that's very deceiving. But what happened to the other whiffs, all the strikeouts that you had? You're not penalized for that. So the black at the rate, it's hard hit ball balls per swing. So every single time you attempt to hit the baseball, I'm counting it. And Yandy Diaz is at the top among the best in the entire major leagues on Mm -hmm. hitting the ball hard per swing. That's what they taught us as kids. So watch out for Yandy Diaz because I expect really, really big numbers. He's been a solid hitter, but he's actually driving the ball um, deeper, um, pretty much meaning into the stands. Um, has a few home runs uh, because he's, he hasn't been known for hitting home runs, but certainly yeah. we know him for hitting the ball hard. But now he's getting a little bit more lift on the baseball. So I expect him but to hit 20, 20 plus this season. Continue. I feel like that's I feel like that's happening because that lineup now is so dangerous for pitchers like I think pitchers approach this lineup and they're they really are kind of shook. Like they don't know what to do and how to approach it. And I think that that's you know you got to give credit to Kevin Cash and how he puts his lineup together. And a credit to all these players. These players yeah, have come in and they've set the tone. And again, we said it earlier. They have not lost at home yet, and that is a big big part of it. And you know, let's see how let's see if, if this team can keep going. And let's see if Randy and 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 Wander and Yandy can 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 keep this solid season going. Uh Carlos, I wanna uh shift to to two sets of uh, uh of players in the AL East. And um that is one of the teams, which is the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays, yep. I have sluggers. I got yeah. your guy who you picked for MVP on this show, that's Bovichet. Leads the AL with 31 hits. Um, we got a man that's comfortable, that's looking so great at the plate. That's Matt Chapman. Okay. And then, okay, of okay, course. Okay. Oof. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's a great point. That's, that's a good one there. Keep going. I got, I got something yeah. to say to, to tell you about okay, Matt Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then just to cap it off, obviously, we're going to go with the, with, the, with the big bopper, Mr. Placata himself. And that is Vladi Guerrero Jr., who's just, uh, he's, you can see this team is starting to kind of, Put it together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, They're putting yeah. it together. 
And uh, Carlos, give give me your thoughts on, on all these sluggers that I mentioned. Yeah, well, you know, Bo, Bo uh, has been so impressive from the first moment he stepped in the diamond uh, in, in the big leagues. You know, I remember meeting with him over there in Tampa when he came to visit, and I was just uh, incredibly impressed with everything I saw. Um, and uh, to see him just kind of coming to his own here, um, expecting huge things out of him this season, and he's gotten off to a great start, just absolutely raking. And then going down the line, yes. I told you about Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman really had a tough spring. You know, he had a tough spring because he was working on a toe tap in his loading mechanism and his timing mechanism. And it, it was just kind of erratic. And I was so pumped when I looked up and I saw that he got, had gotten off during the season off of a good start. You know, he got off to a yes. good start. Very pleased to see because I know he put in a lot of work trying to make these adjustments. So, yes. so far, it's paying off. Hard work's pays off. So I'm very happy for him. Slugging, you know, above 600, you know, 680 to be specific. And that OPS north of 1,000, uh, which is just phenomenal. Vladi Guerrero Jr., you mentioned how he's uh, truly embraced um, the concept of Placata. Um, yeah. And uh, just always happy to see him uh, uh, perform. I know that last season, it's, it's weird to say, <clears> like, <throat> oh, he... He didn't have the season that he wanted, you know, and I'm like, man, it was still a great season. And you're thinking, of course, because of what he did the first season, first rookie year, his rookie year um, or the, the season following his rookie year, he you know, kind of spoiled everybody. So anything yeah. less than absolutely just phenomenal, you're like, oh, maybe it's not as good. I'm like, wait a second. Do you check those numbers last season? <laughs> they were they were monstrous still. So yeah, here he were. is. On a torrent <clears throat> pace again. Okay, so yeah, um, hot starts here. Hot starts. Definitely, definitely, Vladi. Uh, I, I, you got connects. Uh, I, I want him on this show. We, I oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. He, he said, you know, yeah. We just have to we give him a to. call. He's awesome. He's, <laughs> he's he said great. sure. Yeah. Any second, we just gotta get him. Love it, love it. Now, uh, just to end off the, uh, the the hot start players, we talked about his team earlier on, and that is the young lion himself, Andy Rushman. This kid, you know, when I gave my prediction for the MVP and stuff for the American League, I didn't want to go with the typical uh, Otani or Judge. I said, I said, um, uh, Jose Ramirez. The other guy that I had in mind was Andy Rushman. I just Andy, didn't expect. It to, I didn't Andy. expect it to get. I did not expect it to get this hot or get this good this quick. And Andy Rushman, oh my Adley, God, this Adley, Adley, you, Adley, you, oh my God, I keep saying you're, Andy. You, yeah, well, your bro, your Bronx accent is messing you up, bro. Like it's Adley, <laughs> Adley. Oh, I'm so sorry. He's gonna kill. When he comes to the Bronx, he's gonna punish us. I already know. Adley Rushman, he is a he is a monster. He is a monster. Leads all AL catchers in a 9.34 OPS, 23 hits. Carlos, 18 walks. A true Dude. catcher. He goes up there and he takes pitches so his pitcher can have more time to rest. He is he is the catalyst of what the Orioles are. He is the face of this team, and he's going to be the face of this team for many, many, many years to come. Carlos, give me your thoughts on this kid. It's just so impressive. I, mean, I remember when he first got called up last season, and he had a little bit of a tough time. I remember him standing at, at uh, you know, there in Baltimore, Cannon Yards, is it still called Candom Yards? I hope so. You know, I don't know. I, it'll always be <laughs> well, Candom you know, Yards to me. Nowadays, you know, they they, they switch. Uh, you never know. All the time. But I remember him standing at home plate, man, and just taking it all in. 
Again, I love that. About, mo- I saw it. I remember that. That, that, that I was like, that. man, I you know, this it. kid doesn't take it for granted. You know, I had the, no. the privilege of, of of talking to him a couple of times, and he's just a superb like kid, man. He's just a young kid, just yeah. going after his dream. And I talked to him again this um, this this spring, and he's got his head on, you know, screwed on right, which is always uh, to be so awesome young too, to, to be so young and have that mentality, which is so it's so cool and it's so great to see that we got these young. Uh, uh, up and comers and potential stars, yeah, to have just that mentality already at such a young age. You don't really see that normally in all the sports, but to see him have that, it's it's a great thing. You know, it's it's respect for your for your craft and profession. He does not take it for granted. So that moment right there pretty much says it all. It's like I'm not taking this for granted one bit. Well, what happens when you don't do that? Then you know you work hard and you give it its due. Like you you respect yeah. the game. Guess what? Your talent has to express itself somehow, some way. You know, it cannot be yeah. contained. It has to be. It has to express itself, and certainly it has. Um, yeah. I mean, from the get-go, like day one, he was uh, putting mm-hmm. together really good at bats. He was uh, hitting home runs immediately right off the get-go, and he still has kept up this very, very torrid pace. That yes. OPS nearly uh, just below a thousand. Um, and you talk about the 18 walks. I have to say something about the 18 walks because you did mention something very important. You know, he sometimes he does it on purpose. He takes pitches to give his uh, pitchers a rest. You know, like let's say the inning was a little bit long. He was leading off, maybe two quick outs, or maybe he was coming up third. He's going to see some pitches on purpose. But the reason why he's been walking so much, it's not because he goes out there to take. The reason why he walks so much is because he hits, Rod. I keep on telling that to young players. I'm like, do not go up to the plate trying to manufacture a walk. Make sure that you go up there to hit. When you hit, then pitchers are going to be a little bit more careful with you. And then if you hit a lot, they're going to be a lot more careful with you. And now you're going to start walking more. You know, you're going to start walking regularly. Why? Yeah. Because pitchers are going to be very, very cautious with the way that they go after you. When they do that, they become erratic. When they do that, they walk you. When they do that, they make mistakes, and you continue to hit. See, it's a cycle, and he's got it, it down pat right now. He has uh, it. Rod. He's, he's it's amazing great. to see. And you know what? One thing I didn't mention, it's not, it's, not, it's not something that you see in the stat sheet. It's the command he has taken in this pitching staff. Yeah, yeah. I remember last year they said when he got called up, the pitching staff completely changed, and it was because of him. And those are things that we uh, that you don't see that as a fan – when a catcher comes in and takes control and takes things and, 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 and takes a staff and the entire staff says, no, that's my catcher. That's my catcher. I'm throwing to him. I'm throwing to him. He has done that. And that's just true leadership. And again, to be this young and to command that type of leadership, that says, that says a lot. And the AL is in a lot of trouble. If this once, and again, this kid hasn't even hit his prime yet. When until he hit his prime, it is going to be, Glorious to see, and I feel sorry for all the teams of the American League. I, I am so. Uh, you, you mentioned something really important right there, uh, Rod. Before we go on uh, to to the question of the day, mm-hmm. let, let's let's finish up with this because you mentioned something about him handling the pitching staff. All right, that that to me is music to my ears that you bring that up, and you mentioned, hey, fans do not see this most of the time. You know, we look at catchers. Catcher is just a catcher. Do you understand that a catcher goes out there and puts down the signs? The catcher is the one responsible for the sequencing of the pitches. Okay, so a pitcher may have great stuff, but if the sequencing is off, if the strategy is off, then it doesn't really matter because you're not maximizing 
your potential. You you may still get hit. How many times have we seen guys so you're like, oh my God, he throws so hard. My goodness, his uh, you know his his, his slider is absolutely ni- nasty. How come his ERA is five? You know what, what's going on there? I'm like, okay, then we're gonna get down to the nitty gritty. Maybe the strategy's not there. Well, at, you know, Adley Rushman brings that to the table. He's like, guys, don't worry about it. You just follow my lead. I know what I'm doing. I know what your best pitch is. I know what your strengths are. I know what your weaknesses are. But most importantly, I know what the hitter's weaknesses are because this guy is mm-hmm. studious, Rod. He's behind the, yes. you know, b- before he even shows up, he already knows the lineup that he's going to face. He already has a plan um, knowing who's going to be on the mound and what the, the lineup, uh, you know, what kind of hitters he's going to be facing on the lineup and how those hitters are going to get pitched to. Wow. He reads hitters. I can go on and on. So I'm glad that you wow. mentioned that it's not – just, hey, he's crushing the baseball. The way he handles this pitching staff, you know, he's got, you know, Tyler Wells, you know, Kyle Gibson. I mean, Kyle Gibson, man, these guys are great, great talent. Uh, but having um, Rushman behind the plate, it's, it's, it can only help him. As a matter of fact, um, we cannot put a – we cannot even measure how much of a, a aid and help it is to have a great catcher uh, behind the plate for a pitcher. Done. I, I, Ego, I, my I, <laughs> no, I fully I, listen. After that, I fully expect you know, Adley Rushman is definitely at the end of the season. If things go correct, I, I could definitely see him being top three in MVP. If, if not, maybe even win it. I mean, that's, it's that's not far fetched. You look it's at the job fetched. that he does, the job that he does at such a young age, and I keep going back to the young age aspect because baseball is really, really hard <laughs> and. <laughs> To have this kid in his only his second year doing what he's doing and then having the respect of a pitching staff follow him as a youngster, you know, it's, 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 you don't see that very often. So it's very special and it's very cool to see and it's very cool to witness. So shout out to you, Adelie Rushman. Um, I'm sorry for calling you Andy. My fault, bro. <laughs> yeah, you better, better recognize. Do not punish the Yankees, please, please. Anyway, uh, Carlos, uh, I'm going to move on to the question of the day. The question of the sure. day comes from Lenny from Fort Worth, Texas. And he hey! says, Carlos, <laughs> Carlos, I am a starter on my JV team, second base. I feel like things are going really slow for me. How can I get out the gates better to help my team win? Hmm. Seems concerned. He seems a little worried, Carlos. I see what you did here. You, you, you. Uh, this is the, the theme of, of good starts, right? And and here, mm-hmm. you know, Lenny trying to figure out how he can get um, going a little bit better right out the gates. The one thing I'll say immediately is, Lenny, look, listen. What's happened? It's already gone, and the season it's it's ongoing. So you cannot dwell on the fact that you started off slow. So now it's time to get back to the present. And if you think about it. What happened yesterday is not really attached to today. Sometimes we actually think we carry all those at-bats, all the bad at-bats, the, the slumps, that we carry them onto today. But that is a fabrication of the mind. Because if you think about it, today, it's precisely that, just today. And today, we have a game, let's say. And today, I'm going to get up to the plate. Now, if we're smart about it, what happened yesterday has zero bearing on today. So when you realize that you're not carrying all that baggage behind you, you know, to today's at bat, then you're like, wait a second, I can go up to the plate light. I can go up to Mm -hmm. the tape with a very focused 
in the now, in the present. And this is perfect because the slogan for Placata is crush the now. I want, you to, to, I want you to embrace the now, all right? Embrace the now and focus on the now. However, having said that, so go on with that, all right? Let's embrace the now, let's focus on the now. Um, as far as getting off to a good start, I mean, it's all about preparation. It's all about preparation. It's all about being ready. But this is the thing. In baseball, you can only control the process. Sometimes the results are not going to be there. So I'm curious to hear, are you evaluating yourself correctly? Are you saying that it's a bad start because you weren't getting hit? Or are you saying that it was a are you saying it's a bad start because you were having bad at bats, you know, and you weren't focused? Because there's a huge difference. I'm not too concerned about getting hit or not. I'm more concerned about the quality of your process and your at bats. So this is what I'm gonna say. All right. This is it. This is that tip. I hope everyone writes it down if you're a young player, even if you're in college, even if you're in the big leagues. If you I used to grab a card. It was a, an index card. And it used to have a black marker and a red marker. And this is the way I would evaluate my at-bats. Um, I would go black um, uh, sign, like a black stick, right, on, a, on, on, the, on the sheet of paper, on the card, if my at-bat was not a quality at-bat. If I did not execute my plan, my process, it would be a black stick. If I executed my process, I would give it quality at-bat. I would give myself a red little mark. So basically your goal is, I want to collect as many quality of bats. In other words, a bunch of red marks, as many as I possibly can. See if for the rest of the season or for the entire season, um, you can, you know, if you start today, how many red marks can you collect? How many quality of bats can you put in the bucket? I want you to look at that card and I want to see, I want to see it full of red. That's, that's the way you get off to a good start. And guess what? The start for you is right now. That's the start. Everything else that, that, that happened in the past doesn't matter. It's gone. Yeah. It go, it's gone. It doesn't even serve you. But if you want to start today and whenever you want to start, let's focus on the, press, on the process, most importantly. Um, so be process-minded, process-oriented, fully focused there. That's how you get off to good starts. And it always starts now. That's when, the starting po the point is always now. Even if you had a great start, that's behind you. Start again today and go forward. You know what I mean? So um, I hope this encourages you, Lenny. Um, I believe in you. Lenny, go get him. Keep us, yeah, keep us, uh, keep us in tune. Let us know how, how everything's going. Wish you the best of luck. Listen to Carlos. The man knows what he's talking about. And in the words of Fat Joe, we've heard the meme. We've seen it. Yesterday's price is not today's price. That is, also, that is a good thing and it's a bad thing. But remember what Carlos said. Yesterday's price is not today's price. What happened yesterday doesn't affect today. Today is a new day. Today is the now. Live in the now. Be better now. Question and now. if you're better now, you'll be better the following day and the following day. It's all preparation, my man. So yeah, you got this. The, Wish you the, the best following of luck, day. Lenny. Let us know. The following day becomes the now, right? Eventually. Exactly. So let's, let's once you, once you start getting hot, it all, it, all, it all follows through. It all follows through. That, that, that's man, how it works. That, that Fat Joe quote, man. That, that, that Fat Joe quote should have been the quote of the day, man. But you brought it up. It should have been like the that. quote of the day. But you know, what? you know what? It, it is. It is. It's a fact. It's Yesterday's price is not today's price. It is not. But it goes into it goes it goes into it goes into it goes into the real quote of the day, which I know you yeah. have you have coming up. But, yeah. Um, you know, please take it. Take it. Yeah. Right here. So I, I love this. And, and, and Lenny. This, this works for you too and for everyone. Think about this. Ask yourself if what you're doing today is getting you closer to where you want to be tomorrow. 
what? Just, just let, let me repeat this. Ask yourself if what you're doing today is getting you closer to where you want to be tomorrow. That is absolutely excellent. And it could be applied to anything. Um, you know, it's, are, are the choices you're making in the present moment getting you closer to the place you would like to be? So this speaks a, a couple of things, a couple of pointers I want to I wanna, um, exalt, right? Number one, what is your goal, right? We, we, we want a destination. We want to make, make sure that we set goals. That's called goal setting. Where do you want to end up? I want to get an A if I'm a student. Um, I want to be a, you know, um, I want to have an, a 400 uh, on base percentage, okay, right? Those are the goals. Um, now, what do I have to do to get there? I want to lose weight. I want to lose 20 pounds. Whatever your goal is, okay, now you have to set that goal aside. You know your destination, your desired destination. Mm -hmm. Then you got to think today, what do I have to do? Even if it's just a little bit, little step. I want to get closer to where I want to be. And that is a very sobering thought. Because if you could say, it's what I am doing today, getting me closer to where I want to be tomorrow, come on. Immediately, you switch habits. Immediately, you make different decisions. So maybe I shouldn't eat that. Maybe I should go to sleep a little bit earlier because I want to be ready for tomorrow's game. Uh, maybe, you know, uh, maybe I got to get my homework done a little bit earlier so that way I can secure a, a grade uh, so that then I can get into college later on. So it's incredible how if you ask yourself, what if what you're doing today is getting you closer to what you're doing tomorrow? Um, I think that'll keep you on track. This is a great quote. Definitely, definitely. It is a, it hits the nail right in the head um, for anybody that wants to just get off on the right foot of things. Again, whether it's business, whether it's sports, whether it's um, you know something personal, we all we all need to hear that. We all need to have that voice in the head. We also need to put ourselves in a position to win. Because if you're not in a position to win, then you're just treading water at that point. So what you want to do is put your put the right foot forward, step up, and do what you gotta do. And remember, yeah, yesterday's price is not today's price. That's, that's excellent. It. That's, you that's, know what I'm saying? That's, that's it. it. That's that's it. It. This, is, this is excellent. And with that, and with that, Rod, I think it's a perfect time to wrap this episode of Plaque at the Nation and wrap it up. Nice. This, was, this was awesome. This was hard hitting. This was quick. This was intense. Yeah. This was fun. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and until next time, Plaque at Let's go. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>